This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This podcast is brought to you by Midland Radio USA, your leader in overlanding and off-roading communications. Also, join the brigade at truckbrigade.com, the best of the best for off-road and overlanding gear. And Rigid Industries Off-Road Lighting, own the night with Rigid. Welcome to the Anderson Overland Podcast. Yes, yes. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Anderson Overland Podcast. My name, once again, is Joey Anderson. I'm your guide host for the next 30 minutes or so. And uh, just wanted to get on here and kind of do a little coattail action uh, from last podcast, the last podcast I did about the Grand Canyon South Rim. Uh, Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about an amazing place that we've been. Um, Like I said, Grand Canyon is like one of my top three places. I would include this in that as far as the Grand Canyon description of things. Um, If any of you guys have ever veered off the I-40 in Kingman and trekked up the old Route 66 out of Kingman North, um, there is a lot to see out there. Actually, there's the old town of Valentine. I would definitely uh, highly encourage you to check that out on you know google or something i uh, don't know much about it but it's uh it's pretty crazy looking it's an old town that was there at one time and you will definitely uh see that on your way out but what i want to focus on today is the grand canyon west area out of peach springs peach springs is a indian reservation uh, area there and you go down this canyon from Peach Springs down the Grand Canyon, basically down one of the uh, the canyons there, and you go right down to the river, and it's awesome because you can drive all the way down there. So, yeah. So, anyways, you get out there, take the Route 66, you'll pass Valentine, you'll pass uh, a, a wild animal park that they have there. It's kind of sketchy, I've heard, but there is a wild animal park on the left on the way up there. And then once you get into the little town of Peach Springs, there is a 
rock, like concrete, like river rock constructed building on your left. And you walk in there and that is the uh, tribal um, permit building. And you go in there and you pay them 15 bucks a person and it gives you a permit and you can go down. uh, You make a left just past there and you can go down this road, this dirt road. Um, down to the Colorado River, down in the the depths of the Grand Canyon. It's the only place that I know of that you can drive all the way down to the river, and it's unbelievable down there. We we drove the the, the truck all the way down to the water, like right on the water, and and uh, had a picnic and hung out like pretty much all day. And you can do it as a day trip if you're you know in the uh, Arizona area, Lake Lake Havasu, uh, up in Bullhead, Mojave Valley, like where we're at, Kingman. It's a day trip that you can just head out and enjoy yourself. The road that heads down there is awesome. It's so fun to drive. There's, there's so much to see and so many things to get out of the vehicle and check out. I've heard there's uh, petroglyphs up on the walls in that Canyon. I I've also heard that some of those areas are sacred down there and you're not supposed to go to them, but there's a, a lot to see and check out just staying in your vehicle. And so, yeah, you, you get into Peach Springs there, you head down this road. It takes, I don't know, it took, took us a good 45 minutes or so, maybe an hour to go down this road. And once you get to the bottom, there's a ton of water going across the road and next to the road. And you go over some water crossings and then there's a parking lot and they do a lot of um, river rafting down there. You can sign up and buy tickets on their website and go down and and do river rafting. I've never done that before, but the uh, the website to check out uh, if you want to buy tickets for that for river rafting or for the Skywalk, which is another awesome thing they have. They built this like a see through bridge thing that goes out into the Grand Canyon, like over the canyon. And um, you can buy buy tickets and all that stuff at GrandCanyonWest.com. Lots of awesome information there, but. As you head down the the canyon, you there, you just start heading down these you know these dirt roads, and there's washes and all sorts of stuff. And as you get further and further down, the cliffs around you get higher and higher, and you really feel like you're just so small comparative to the terrain around you. And you keep driving down there, and like I said, you get to this parking lot where they do the river rafting and stuff, and then you can go to the if you stay to the left. There's a little trail, like dirt road kind of thing that goes all the way down to the water from the parking lot. And you can actually, if there's nobody down there, you can pull down there pretty far without getting in trouble and um, set up, you know, set up camp and, and, uh, or, you know, day camp or whatever you want to do. And the the river comes through there and it's just majestic and just, oh, I love it. I love it. It was one of the coolest places we've been so far. And I would definitely suggest that you go try this, this, uh, this spot out, go check it out. There's people that were coming down and camping as we were leaving. We were the only ones there all day. Uh, I believe I want to say it was a Friday too. Um, it was at the end of summer and there was nobody there but us till the very end of the day. And you could see all the rafts and stuff set up where they do the rafting. And I think that's actually, I want to say that that's one of the spots that um, that you stop at. I can't remember, but that that website is on GrandCanyonWest.com. You can check it out there. But yeah, you you drive down to this place, and man, it's super cool. I don't know how many nights you can stay down there legally, but there's there's 
bathrooms. There's, you know, campsite there. And, uh, like I said, there's people camping right down on the river and it was awesome as we were leaving, people were coming in super cool. So definitely check that out. You know, we talked about the South rim last, uh, podcast and all the cool things to see there. And I wanted to put this as part of that. And I forgot, honestly, (laughs) so just wanted to talk a little bit more about this place. So, yeah, so Grand Canyon West is is obviously on the west end of the the amazing Grand Canyon, and you can only get there through Peach Springs. And Peach Springs, you know, is off of the the old Route 66. And like I said, there's a ton of stuff to see on the way there um, through the old, like I said, the old town of Valentine. Um, I can't remember the name of that wild animal park. I've heard like the cages and stuff are, are kind of yeah, kind of iffy, but um, you can do that. And then um, there's all sorts of uh, offshoot trails and stuff out into the, you know, the pastures and the, the wilderness, um, on the way to Peach Springs too. And between Peach Springs and Seligman, there's all sorts of places to check out too. Lots and lots of off-roading out there, a ton of roads going all over the place. You got to be careful there. There is private property. You got to respect that private property and stay out of people's, you know, uh, places, but man, it is awesome up there to, to, you know, it's just a a completely different world. And it's kind of nice because, you know, if you're a outdoors family or you're like me and you like being out away from people, it's kind of a nice little bypass from the 40. You just get off at at Kingman there um, at Andy Devine, which is, which is the exit in Kingman and you just go north and it takes you out, you know, out to all these awesome places out there. And, there's just nobody out there and it's great. And you can spend a lot of time camping out there and there's just some amazing scenery up there. There's a lot of vistas and mesas and, and everything. So definitely something you, you want to check out. And like I said, you can even do it just a day trip out there. It's awesome. So grand Canyon West, one of my favorite spots, uh, it takes you right down the Colorado river in the grand Canyon. And, uh, yeah, and like I said, if you have not been to the grand Canyon, it is, it's incredible and you definitely need to add that to your bucket list. It's something you have to go experience in your lifetime. Um, south of Kingman, actually it's like southeast of Kingman is a mountain range called the Wallapies. And the Wallapai Indians are the ones that run all of, uh, you know, Peach Springs. That's the tribe that's out there. They run the Skywalk and all that. They own all that, that, that land out there. That's why you have to get a permit to go to down to the river in Peach Springs there. Um, but, but southeast of Kingman that mountain range, the Wallapai Mountains, is also another really, really neat place to go. And spent a lot of time up there too. A lot of four by four up there and a lot of camping. They have at the top of uh, Wallapai Mountain Park, uh, up at the top there, the mountain range, there's a, an RV park and some camping. And there's some really neat spots to camp up there uh, to dry camp as well. And, um, you know, we, we've spent some time up there in our RV and I've been up there without the RV. Uh, the trails that come out of there are crazy. A lot of them are some of the most gnarly trails I've ever been on. If you're looking for a challenge, look for uh, Moss Wash in the Wallapai Mountains. And the Wallapai Mountains is spelled with an H. So it's um, it's like H-U-A-L a P A I or something. It's, it's really weird spelling, but definitely check that out. Moss wash. And there is the Boreana mine up there. There's a, an old mansion, uh, at a mine, uh, location there too, in the mountains. And the, the mansion's still there. Just, just this concrete 
structure from back in the day when they were doing a lot of mining in there. And Moss Wash going from the east portion of the mountain range, the Wallapais, into the mountains, um, from you know the east side of the mountains there, up Moss Wash is pretty gnarly. I definitely thought I was going to lose parts of my vehicle and get stuck. Amazingly, the Forerunner made it through the whole bit with no damage, no parts left behind. But man, if you do not know what you're doing, and I'm not saying that I know uh, what I'm doing, you know, 90% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I've, I've got a good uh, foundation and I've done it a lot. Probably been out there more than just the normal weekend warrior uh, families, you know, getting out there and people getting out there to, to do some wheeling. I've done a lot of it and I've, I've been out, um, you know, camped 150 to 200 nights a year at, at times uh, before COVID. And so uh, definitely don't attempt some of these trails if, if you don't know what you're doing, especially in the Wallapai Mountains. I have definitely pinstripe the living hell out of my truck because there are trails up there that you got to be really cautious with it they look like they're you know nice little fire road trails that are nice and wide and then you get super you know stuck in some pretty narrow spots that you can't back out of or can't turn around in because they're so steep and gnarly and you just got to keep going and there was one point where i went about, probably about two to three miles with chaparral and shamish around the truck and it turned into like a side-by-side trail and I had to drive through it and it just pinstriped the crap out of the forerunner and the, uh, the clear coat. It didn't get past the clear coat, but you can definitely see it. I, I need to get my, I need to get my truck detailed to get some of that stuff out, but man, it was bad. Robin was so pissed. I remember I came back and she was like, what the hell did you do to my truck? I'm like, I, I had no, I had no option. There were, there was nothing I could do. It was just one of those moments where you're like, man, I, I know that I'm in this situation and there's nothing I can do about it. And it was like the most like, oh, just horrendous noise to coming from the side of the truck as I was driving up this trail. I was trying to avoid as much as possible. And even if I would have had a chainsaw, it would have been just hours and hours and hours of cutting this brush back to get through it just wasn't worth it. So we, we had to truck forward. I was with her brother actually, and she was really mad at both of us. <laughs> she, uh, she knows when we get in trouble, when we get to, together, we get in trouble. And, um, you know, he and I have, have done all sorts of stuff out in this desert, blown stuff up with Tannerite and, uh, jacked up our vehicles and, you know, been in some pretty hairy situations out here. There was, there was one trail that we took one day it's called, um, candy ass and it is in the northern part of Mojave Valley here where I live up towards Oatman. And my goodness, I'll tell you guys, that is one of the gnarliest trails I've been on too. I, I thought, you know, being in Southern California, you know, for so long and Calico Ghost Town area, Abrego Springs and Big Bear and all these places you can, you can four by four out there, Joshua Tree, you know, that man, I had seen all of it and I was very well versed and experienced. And then you go to Colorado and you're like, oh my God, like I, I have not seen anything compared to this, you know? And then once you do Colorado, you're like super amped and you're super confident. And you're like, man, I got this. Like nothing that I come across, you know, again, is going to even come close to this. I got this. I'm, I just earned my feathers, you know, the feathers of my cap. And then you come to the Wallapai Mountains <laughs> and it humbles the living hell out of you. I have never been so puckered 
um, so afraid of losing parts of my vehicle, like I said, and tipping my vehicle over and being stuck out there all night uh, than I have in the Wallapai Mountains. There's another mountain range actually north of a little mining town north of Kingman. Actually, it's actually northwest of Kingman. Um, it's called chloride and chloride is an old, old school town. I mean, it's been there forever. It's older than dirt. They did a ton of mining up there and there's some trails up there in chloride that were pretty gnarly too. And it's, you know, you think about it and you're like, man, this is, this is kind of in the same area as the Wallapai mountains, you know, um, they're within 50 miles of each other. And you're like, man, this is, this area out here is not forgiving and even like on a side-by-side, you know, there's a lot of trails up there that we found like, okay, these are side-by-side trails, ATV trails. These are not meant for Toyota trucks. And you get deep into these trails and you're like, man, like that one that I went on where you're so far in, you're just like, I, I'm stuck. I, I got to keep going forward. And, you know, there's uh, some really neat things to see up there too. Uh, but gosh, it is just unforgiving. But <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It is unforgiving. But like I said, cool things to see. We went to this this mine called the Boreana Mine, and it is actually outside of Yucca, Arizona, which is on the way to Kingman from like Lake Havasu area off the 40. And you take this dirt road out of Yucca and you go east and it takes you into the Wallapai Mountains, the southern portion of that range. And you get up these trails and you come across all these old mining areas. And there is one called the Boreana Mine. And it's this huge stamp mill uh, that's still there, the, the foundation, everything. I mean, just a lot of the inner workings are still there. It's unbelievable that this stuff has survived that long. So you, you go trekking around there and there's a lot of little, you know, roads and stuff around that thing. You can drive up and, you know, stop and get out and check things out. But there's one section of that, that I don't think many people have seen. And it's above the Boreana mine mill. And you, you get up to this little section and there's a little goat trail that goes up to a, like this little like shelf road. And, and like I said, it's not easy to get up, but we went up it, of course, leave it to us. <laughs> and you get up to this, this little shelf and there's a lake up there. And we're like, what the, the heck is this? And it's fed by this natural spring. And this lake is probably, I don't know, maybe the length of a football field and maybe about 20 to th- uh, maybe like 40 feet in width. And it hugs this mountainside and it is full of like koi fish. There's, I'm not even exaggerating. There's probably thousands of koi fish in this little lake. And obviously somebody introduced them to this, this water, uh, you know, this water source and this, this lake here. Um, I don't know if they're growing them and selling them or what they're doing, but there is a crap ton of these fish up there and they swim around in these schools and it's not very deep. The water's maybe, I don't know, maybe a foot deep across the whole thing. And, um, you know, at the deepest point even. And so the, you can just see these koi fish swimming around. They're huge. And, and, uh, man, what, what a, just a bizarre thing to see out in the middle of freaking BFE, you know, you, you, go up to these places and, and you find these just 
odd locations. I mean, even in Oatman, which I'm going to do a podcast on Oatman. There's some really weird places in Oatman where there's these springs and like rock stairways to go up to these springs right off the road. And there's koi fish in these little ponds that they build up there. And I don't know if it's just something they did back in the day or, or what, but it's just weird. It's just, it's weird, but super cool though. There's, there's just so much to see. Um, there's a lot of roads that go up to, uh, Wallapai mountain park from the South end where we were, where the Boreana mine is. And those roads are, take you into some pretty hairy spots, but they're long. I mean, we spent eight hours. It's like the San Juans in Colorado. You get on these trails and they just go forever. And you know, you're, you're going 30, 40, 50 miles, you know, at five to 10 miles an hour. Um, and it takes a long time. Um, you know, there's, there's sections that you can go quicker on obviously, but it, it took us a good eight to 10 hours, uh, one day, and we ended up coming out of there at like two o'clock in the morning. And, and it was pretty sketchy because there's some sections that it was dark. And there's some sections where it is so freaking narrow. And it's like a cliff on your left and a, a cliff on your right. And you're going up these spines. And uh, it's I, I got to say, it's it's a pucker factor of, of 10 for sure on my scale. I, I, I got to admit to you guys that there's. There has uh, not been too many times where I've been as scared as I have been in that mountain range four by fouring. So, but like I said, if if you want a challenge and you want that kind of uh, heart racing experience and you know white knuckle experience, I would definitely recommend going and checking out the Wallapai Mountains. If you want a really neat place to go spend some time and camp, uh, either you know overland camp like we do or an RV, which we also do. There's some really neat hiking trails up in Wallapai Mountain Park and some really cool places to uh, to camp up there and 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 to, you know, throw anchor with your RV if you're into that. So definitely recommend checking it out either way. Like I said, there's a lot of fire roads up there that you don't have to worry about that you can drive on right out of Wallapai Mountain Park, the little town there. And they're super safe and they're not gnarly. But when you get down to like the southeast portion of that mountain range or like the southwest portion uh out of yucca like i you know just talking about it gets pretty crazy out there um i haven't done much exploring on my side by side yet but i definitely am thinking of of trying it out because it it seems like that area is more of like a side by side type uh area at least on the west end the east end like moss wash area is definitely you know for jeeps and you know, forerunners and Tacomas and, you know, the type of vehicles that we drive, um, most of the time it's definitely meant for that, but there's a lot of side-by-side stuff up there too. So definitely, uh, something to add to the bucket list to check out. It's like I said, it's East of Kingman, Arizona. You can get there on the Southern portion off the 40 freeway at Yucca. And, and you'll know that you're in Yucca, Arizona. There's a big globe that says like alien, uh, museum or something on it on the right hand side of the freeway as you're heading north on the 40 or or east on the 40 feels like you're going north at that point it's out by the proving grounds out there Uh, i think ford or honda has proving grounds out there Um, but you make a right on that that road there in yucca and it takes you takes you out there to uh, the boreana mine and up to the wallapies and it's pretty gnarly i'm gonna tell you it's pretty gnarly but it's fun we've had some great great times up there great experiences and like I said, you know, that, that Grand Canyon West, uh, area out of Peach Springs where you get to drive down to the river, it is absolutely so worth 
your time. You have to go down there. If, if you're like us and you like even just day trips and getting out and experiencing just amazing places that are just great for your soul, I want to tell you guys that is definitely one of the coolest places I have ever been in the United States. And we've been all over the place in the Western United States. And that is by far one of the coolest places. So definitely, definitely check that out. Like I said, I think last time we were there, it was like 15 bucks a person, but you got to get a permit. You can't just drive in there, uh, you know, willy nilly. If you get caught without a permit, it's a pretty hefty fine. But it's, it's kind of crazy, you know, getting to these reservations. I actually work uh, for a reservation fire department. We, we service the whole city of San Bernardino and Highland, California. But we are also, you know, uh, a fire department for a tribal nation, uh, the San Manuel Band of Mission Indians. And it's crazy going from San Manuel and seeing the type of living there to some of these tribal lands out here in Arizona that are just so poverty stricken and Peach Springs being one of them, you, you go through this part of the town to get to the the trailhead to take it down to the river. And you're just looking around like, my God, these poor people, it's crazy. But you know what? I, I don't know the exact situations, but I believe that some of them, they just live that way and they enjoy living that way. There's a lot of like, uh, you know, alcohol, uh, drug issues in a, a lot of these areas out here in the desert. And I think some of those, those, uh, reservations have had some issues with that, unfortunately. So it's kind of sad, but peach Springs is a, a really neat place. And like I said, there's a lot to see there. The people are awesome. Usually, um, you go into the little convenience store there and they look at you like you got two heads, but everybody's super nice. <laughs> they look at you like you're a whack job. Like what in God's name are you doing here? Um, but they're all super cool. Um, just intimidating at first. Once you, once you start talking to people, they're all really cool and nice and, and helpful. Uh, as long as you're not a freaking like, you know, freaking flatlander kind of idiot, you know, yuppie from LA. <laughs> not that if you're from LA that that labels you as a yuppie, but there are people that are just idiots, um, that rub these people the wrong way. But if you're cool, I, which I know most of our followers on here, if not all are cool and you guys are respectful and you know, you know how to act, uh, you'll have no problems. And, um, you know, we, we talked to some of the Rangers that we, we came across down there when we were at the Colorado river that day that just were kind of popping in, popping out. And they were all super rad. And I, I made sure like, Hey, are we okay to have our truck down by the river this close? You know, I don't want to get in trouble or invade on, you know, some kind of tribal land that's um, sacred or, you know, you just never know. You just want to be respectful. So make sure you guys are careful. If you're going to go to these places, be respectful. And if you don't know, ask, don't just assume, um, don't, uh, and don't blame me if you get in trouble, <laughs> but yeah, so Peach Springs is awesome. Like I said, the history of some of the towns out there, like Valentine, Seligman, um, I think there's one called Valley Vista on the way out there, all, all old towns off the route 66. And there's actually one really cool, cool place before I forget on the way to Peach Springs, there's a gas station on your left and you can see that they've got all sorts of old gas pumps and old vehicles and things. And you can go in there and it's like a, almost like a gift shop, like stop area, you know? And, uh, it's super cool. You got to check that out too. I can't remember the name of it, but you can't miss it. You will definitely know what I'm talking about if you see it. And it's something you, you really got to experience. I, I, I always like stopping in there with the family cause it's, it's super rad. Um, you know, and, and near there too is the grand Canyon caverns. You can, you can actually stay and, and it's, uh, like a hotel underneath the ground. And it's like 21 stories down 
to get to this thing. And, uh, they have like, um, I think they used to have a restaurant down there and, and all sorts of stuff, but apparently, um, it's insane. I have not been down there yet, but I've seen pictures. And if you guys want to check that out, the website for that is, um, uh, GC caverns.com like grand canyon caverns and uh, they've got like cavern tours and ghost tours and all sorts of rad stuff there so definitely check that out too that's in that area right off the 66 and just another really cool place to experience so more to come i got so much more to add and so many more stories to tell and i'm stoked to do this still thank you guys so much please share this please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing, if you hate it or you like it. I know it's a pain in the butt, but if you go to Apple iTunes and you click on our podcast, you should be able to scroll all the way down below all the episodes, and it's right there. Just give us five stars. You don't even have to type anything. Just give us five stars or whatever rating you want. Really appreciate you guys. Have a great day, and we'll see you on the next one. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. Through the Blackwater bayous and in the dark Louisiana night floats a duck camp, alive with the sounds of swamp pop and the smells of Cajun cooking. Mississippi Delta in Venice to the Cajun prairies of the Southwest. Me and the Duck Camp Dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all. This is Duck Camp Dinner. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.